Good morning. This is Darrell Gunter, your host for leadership on WSOU 89.5 and streaming on the net at WSOU.net. Well, today we do not have an in-studio guest as I would like to take our audience through um, a presentation that I've done, uh, I've delivered to the Rutgers University Entrepreneurs Pioneers Initiative Program. I've delivered this presentation to executives. I've delivered this presentation to the Professional Scholarly Publishers, which is a division of the Association of American Publishers, to their Professional Development Committee group. I've also presented this presentation right here at Seton Hall to the Alpha Kappa Psi Business Fraternity. And so what we're going to talk about today is networking. And we're talking about networking for your ROI. And for those who are new to business, ROI, return on investment. Now, before we jump into the presentation, let me say that this presentation is up on SlideShare. For those of you that are familiar with LinkedIn, uh, SlideShare is a component of LinkedIn. You could actually go on SlideShare and uh, look Darrell W. Gunter. You'll find uh, this presentation there. And so you can follow along slide by slide. And so when we talk about networking for your ROI, what is networking for your ROI? The most important thing that we have on this earth that we have control over is our time. Time that you spend with someone or something or some activity is a, is a conscious and should be a conscious decision. Because that is time that you cannot spend anywhere else. So today, <clears throat> we're going to talk about networking for your ROI. And also, we're going to talk a little bit about um, career development and, and how you can spend your time effectively there. So I'm moving from the title slide to slide one, which is uh, slide two, which is our agenda. And our agenda for today is that we're going to talk about an introduction in PPP. Uh, we're going to do a little quick case study. Uh, agenda point number two, what is your career objective? Agenda point number three, networking in the five W's. We're going to talk about career strategy and networking strategy. Uh, volunteering and networking. <clears throat> then we're going to finish up with business etiquette and social media. And then we'll have a summation. Moving on to slide three. So my name is Darrell Gunter. If you go to GunterMediaGroup.com, you'll see that we are an executive management consulting firm. Basically, we work with CEOs and we help to understand what are their challenges, what are their opportunities, and help them to formulate a strategy that is filled with many different components that will allow them to successfully implement that strategy or to introduce a new product or service or to address an issue or a challenging situation. Um, we're very eclectic. Um, our experience is, is vast uh, in regards to business from sales marketing strategy, uh, hiring uh, new people, bringing on board, how to build a high performing team, how to position your company for growth. Um, also, mergers and acquisitions in regards to should we grow organically or should we grow non-organically through acquisitions. 
um, who are the companies that we should choose, why, how should we choose them, why should we choose them, how do we integrate them. So we're, we're very pleased with the clients that we have worked with over the last five years, and we're looking forward to having you as a client as well. So the purpose of today's talk is to talk about networking, the best practices of, of networking. And so um, hopefully... Uh, through our process today of, of, of this lecture and this video, um, you'll be able to walk away with two or three things that you can apply today uh, to improve your efficiency and effectiveness in networking. The payoff is that, um, again, you'll come away with these two or three things that you'll be able to apply and you'll be able to share with your colleagues as well. Moving on to the next slide. What is your career objective? When you think about it, you know, your career objective should have a short-term, mid-term, and long-term goal. Short-term, one to two years. Mid-term, uh, two to eight years. Long-term, eight to 15 years. To think about where you are today and where would you like to be at those different intervals. And so we ask ourselves the question, if I'm new in my career, as I spoke to these young professionals, I'm just getting started. Where do I want to be in three to five years? Where do I want to be in five to eight years, eight to 10 years, et cetera, et cetera? What are the key things that I need to do that is going to allow me to effectively grow professionally and personally and socially? Um, to move my career forward. Why is it important to have a plan of action? What are some of the key people who can assist you in achieving your career objective? When and how do you measure your success? And when you think about it, why is it important to have a plan of action? You got to think of always think of three questions to ask yourself in regards to that. If you don't have a plan of action, are you going to have a roadmap? Are you going to be able to put stakes in the ground in regards to time and activities that are going to help you to achieve your long-term or your short-term career objective? When should you judge yourself? When should you look at your plan of action and assess how you're doing? Who are some of the key people that can assist you are these are these people that are, are are known to you today are these people that are not known to you today who are these people that you don't know that you need to know who within your linkedin network can introduce you to the people that you need to know you got to think very strategically about this because keep in mind that we're all managing that most precious commodity of time when and how do you measure success? You know, setting smart goals, specific, measurable, attainable, reasonable, and timely are very, very important. And you want to make sure that you're, you're setting goals that are truly achievable and you want to hold yourself accountable. And as life happens, there's always the situation where you're doing all the things, you're, 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 you're setting the right targets, you're doing the right activities, but something in the environment happens. 
that throws a monkey wrench into your plans. How do you handle that? How do you rebound from that? How do you adjust for that? Moving on to the next slide. Networking in the five W's. When you think about networking, you have to ask yourself, what is networking? And really, what is networking with a, with a purpose? Networking should always have a purpose when you're talking about professional networking. Because again, we're talking about protecting that most precious commodity that you have is time. So when you're networking and you know what your career objective is, so let's say, let me paint a picture. <clears throat> I'm a newly recent graduate of the Stillman School of Business of Seton Hall University. I'm a, I'm a marketing major. Um, I'm looking to obtain a sales position with Oracle or Dell. <clears throat> Excuse me. And so what I want to do is to make sure at the career fair that I'm going to, that I am targeting companies that fit that profile. And for those companies, I want to make sure that if there are 60 companies at the career fair, and the career fair is going only going to be for, let's say, 90 minutes, that means that I want to think about my time in regards to 10-minute uh, increments. And when you take that 90 minutes and you put it into 10-minute increments, that means technically you can have 9 to 10 conversations at, at 10 minutes each. So you want to pick the top 10. And then within the top 10 schools, or excuse me, companies that you're attracting, you want to, you want to prioritize them. Who is number one? Who is number two? Who is number three? And that's how you want to approach those companies because you might go to company number one who you really want to work with and you and the recruiter might hit it off to the point where you're spending 20 minutes with that company. And that's a good thing. And then we'll talk up further in this presentation. We're going to talk about how do you prepare your 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 your, your presentation for those 10, 15, 20-minute meetings. So networking is the, is the ability to connect with people who are going to help you to facilitate either your career, your business, your cause, but there, there's, a, there's a, an objective that you have that you want to achieve. And so the second question is, why? Why is networking important? And as you said, if you're... If you if if you're not getting out to to meet with people who to help you with your objective, you're, 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 it's just not going to happen. You need to have that very very strategic activity of networking to help you to put you in in, in place with people who can help you in in the pursuit of your objective. When does networking occur? Okay, so networking occurs at formal events, career fairs, um, <clears throat> conferences, trade shows. But networking can actually happen in an impromptu basis. For example, um, the other the other Wednesday, a week ago, I was headed into the, to New York from South Orange, and I was going to a, a nonprofit event. Uh, for an organization called OpenSecrets.org. 
They do a phenomenal job of providing um, non-partisan information about politics. And this was their pre-election briefing in regards to how much money is actually being spent at these uh, political campaigns. Not, 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 not to get thrown off here, but on the way in, there was a gentleman that I know from the industry, the scholarly publishing industry, and he is with a major publishing society. And he and I have been trying to connect for a very long time. Well, now we had 30 minutes time together because I sat next to him on the train and we had a very in-depth conversation about scholarly publishing, semantic technology, et cetera, et cetera. So much to the point that he offered to meet with me. I didn't have to ask him. He said, we should get together to meet to talk more about your ideas. So there was an impromptu networking opportunity And because that I knew exactly what I wanted to achieve with this particular publisher, I was able to have a very deep conversation. So networking can occur at any time where you're planned and it's impromptu. And where does it occur? Same thing. It can happen at a formal event. It can happen on the train at the grocery store. Uh, it it can happen at the airport, wherever you might see someone where it's a very natural, what I like to call a natural occurrence. It's not forced. And that's the one piece of advice I like to give you is that you got to make sure that you're reading the body language of the person that you're talking to, that they're open to having that conversation. Mind you, I had seen the same individual coming back from the Frankfurt Book Fair. We're on the same plane, but after a long conference, trust me, everyone wants to unwind, and the plane is a place for people to unwind. So I didn't pursue it then, but here, a couple weeks later, I see him on the train, and we're able to have that in-depth conversation. And who was involved in networking? Well, you can't network with yourself. You have to have someone on the other side of the table to be networking with. And you want to make sure that you're choosing the right people to to networking, uh, to, to do your networking. Now, in the next slide, for those of you uh, who are following along via SlideShare, I have a, a nice um, picture here. It's not a picture. It's actually a, it's a model. Um, it's, 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 it's an octagon that talks about planning for career success. Uh, for those of you who are not currently uh, viewing the SlideShare presentation on the web, you can always go back and, and take a look at this. But it, it's, it's a nice model. It's a simple model. And what I like to say is that the models that I use are common sense. However, it's the practice of this model that uh, people, I think people could do a much better job. My good friend and colleague, John Hoffman, we teach together professional selling at Seton Hall University and Stillman School of Business. And we also train companies in regards to consultative sales and conflict management, customer service. But the key, the, one of the key things we say, whether it's to our classroom, whether it's in our 
our training room, um, whether we're talking to even to athletes, is that in order to be successful, if you read uh, Malcolm Gladwell, The Tipping Point, you'll find that folks are putting in tremendous time and practice into their skill set. But there's three components to being successful. Is that one, you want to understand what is the best practice. Number two, you want to practice that best practice. Three, you want to get feedback so that you can improve. So let's let's talk about the formula for success. It's Number one, understanding what is the best practice. Number two, practice the best practice. Number three, you want to get feedback. So as we talk for planning for career success, this octagon, it has eight pieces to the pie. Identify, communication strategy, networking, social media, mentoring, and follow-up. So let's talk about these, these components. You want to identify for yourself what are the three industries that you're interested in working in and then who are the top three companies within each of those three industries that that you would like to focus on third what are the three attributes that you feel you bring to the table that are that you feel that are going to be a uh, a benefit to those nine companies so when you identify the three industries you want to work in, you need to do your you need to do your homework and your due diligence to understand what's going on with this company, both from a macro and micro perspective, economic perspective, competition perspective, and what are the people within the company saying about uh, these these industries? And then uh, with the companies, uh, same thing there is is to understand how this company is positioned on a global basis and a local basis. Uh, Glassdoor is a very good um, service where you can ascertain um, what people who work within the company are saying. And then what are the three attributes that you feel that you have that you can make a contribution to this company? So that when you're looking to contact these companies, you know about their industry, you know about the company, and then you know what type of role that you can play within this company. The next phase is the communication strategy. Um, how are you going to c- connect with these nine companies? And so who are the contacts at these companies that you need to, to contact? You want to know who the, 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 the CEO is. You want to know who is the VP of HR. And for the position that you're looking to interview for, who is the hiring manager? And you want to make sure that you're making formal contact with them. And formal contact should be a formal email as well as a formal letter. And you'll be surprised how many people still use the formal letter to get an introduction to a company. Secondly, your social media. Your social media should reflect the expertise that you bring to the table. I'm talking about LinkedIn. I'm talking about SlideShare. uh, I'm talking about even Facebook. I would suggest that if you're not going to use Facebook for business, that's that's okay. But if you're going to use Facebook for your family and your social life, be sure that it's 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 good, wholesome, good content. 
uh, I would say please stay away from all of the, the things around politics, uh, religion, and finance. Those rules that we learned a long time ago from the Emily Post Book of Etiquette still holds true today. When you're having a conversation with someone, keep it, keep it professional. Don't, don't get into personal thoughts about uh, religion, politics, and finance. And then you think about your communication strategy. Think about how you're going to coordinate your communication to these nine companies. And the follow-up that, that we're going to talk about later is the last piece of the pie. So when you're at a networking, the, the third piece is, is networking. And you think about um, what are the industry events that you want to attend? What type of volunteering can you do? Where volunteering for nonprofit organizations uh, is a great way to meet people who are bound by a common goal to help out a particular situation. And think about PR and speaking. Think about blogging. Think about doing a podcast such as what I'm doing now. Um, with uh, Periscope, which, which I'm currently on, it allows you to put your message out there. And it records your message because maybe somebody missed it today. Maybe it didn't resonate. But it will resonate tomorrow and there's a, a, and there's a, re, uh, a recording of it. So think about the networking that you're going to do in regards to whether you're trying to land a new job, trying to launch a new product, launch a new business, launch a new cause. Uh, think about how you can effectively use these different mediums as part of your marketing mix. And then, of course, there's social media. There's LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, SlideShare, Periscope, all of these different mediums to bring them together so that people can understand what expertise that you're bringing to the table. Mentoring. I think mentoring is, is again, is another way of injecting yourself into today's society in a very, very productive way. Now, you can, you, you can be a mentor and you can be a mentee as well. So you think about if you want someone to mentor you, think about your gaps. Think about who has the expertise in those gaps and how they can mentor you. And then in being a mentor, you know, what are you strong in? What are you strong in in regards to your particular skill sets, knowledge, and experience that can benefit someone? Because when you're mentoring someone, you're also reinforcing, again, the best practices. And you're practicing the best practices. And, of course, getting feedback from your mentees as to how you can communicate more effectively with them, it's always very helpful. So you think about, well, what is your, your, your best practice strategy that you're going to put in place for your mentoring? And in everything that we do, every encounter that we have, you always want to do follow-up notes and thank-you notes. Thank-you notes for those who have provided you assistance um, in, in whatever the task was. But follow-up notes to people that you may want to do business with or you want them to join a particular committee. Um, always do that follow-up note with those three key points that you stress during your discussion with them. Now, moving on to the uh, networking, planning for a successful networking event. When you think about the different events that you're going to go to, you cannot go to all of them. So you have to pick and choose widely because, again, you're protecting that very precious commodity of your time. So you think about, well, what is your objective for the event? And then to achieve this objective, Looking at the list of attendees, 
these are the five or six people that I absolutely have to meet and exchange a business card with. And when you identify those key people, you want to think about, well, what are the key three themes that I want to stress during my time with them? Because I want to make it the best use of their time, make it the best use of of my time. Ah, and next, what is the approach? What is the approach in regards to how should I approach them? And the approach should be, good evening, my name is Darrell Gunter. I'm so happy to meet you. I wanted to make a point to meet you because I understand that you're part of the Nature Conservancy Act within your town, and I wanted to do something similar, and I wanted to get your thoughts on the best practices for that. Can we talk about that for the next two or three minutes? Person, of course, they're going to say yes. And, of course, with the exchange of the business cards and the proper follow-up, you have now gained a new great contact for that you can refer to in the future. And in your conversation is that you want to make sure that you cover the, the introduction, the exchange of the business cards. You want to establish that rapport with them from the very beginning and give them a very informal uh, agenda about what you want to talk about during the next two or three minutes. And then to be sure to close it off so in a very professional way where they know that you're not going to tie up their whole evening But if they want to give you more time, then, of course, take that time and shake their hand uh, and thank them for their time. And then the follow-up afterwards is to connect with them on LinkedIn and social media and to give a personal handwritten note to them as well as um, the email follow-up as well. So, again, what is your objective for the event? Identifying the key people, your key three themes, the approach, the conversation, and the follow-up. Volunteering and networking, we've talked about that a little bit already. Volunteering is important because it shows that you, you, you're you not just all about business, but you're about helping out your community. And it does help with networking because you're going to meet some very, very interesting people. And make sure that you choose to volunteer in things that you really care about because the sincerity about being your authentic self is very important. When you think about uh, business etiquette and social media, for social media, as we talked about already, um, you want to make sure that everything that you're posting is very positive, helpful, and informative. And when you think about business etiquette, there's business etiquette both in person and via the web. In person, you want to make sure that you're always providing a very professional appearance. You're always maintaining a professional decorum and always being very thankful and and humble to folks. I could talk a whole hour, a whole day on business etiquette, but uh, I I think that uh, we'll save that for another show. Set activity goals. Set goals for each meeting, conference, etc. Establish a VIP list of who you want to meet. Establish a social media strategy. What is your follow-up? protocol be consistent with your follow-up protocol and always pay it for it and volunteer so as we're wrapping up this presentation the summation you want to plan for your success and by planning for your success um, you're going to feel extremely empowered develop a mentor and also be a mentor establish a priority list for each of your meetings always have an agenda Follow up with sincerity and be your authentic self. 
And as I said before, always pay it forward. I hope that you have enjoyed this presentation. I want to give you a few key books. There's so many great books out there, but I want to reference five books, Never Eat Alone by Keith Ferrazzi. It's, it is the best networking book that I have ever read. Outliers by Malcolm Gladwell. It talks about the story of success. The New Rules of Sales and Service by David Merriman Scott. Great book on regards to customer service and everyone that you're doing business with is your customer. The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People by Stephen Covey. Um, it, it, is, is, it is a renowned book. It's been around for a long time and it's very good. Last but not least, Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. I think being able to self-motivate yourself is so, so, so important. So I hope that you've enjoyed this session on networking for your ROI. If you have any questions, don't hesitate to call me at 973-454-3475. And always come to WSOU 89.5 on iTunes University. Look up leadership and you'll see the vast array of shows that we have on leadership. This is Darrell Gunter, your host for leadership that airs on WSOU.net. WSOU 89.5 FM. Have a great weekend, and remember, leadership begins with you. Have a great day. Thank you.